This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is June 8th, 2021. And forgive us for the lack of podcasts. We've been moving studios and just life or whatever, but we are coming back. I know we said that before, but we're coming back and we're going to hit you with more podcasts. It's starting to get football season, so we're going to start dialing it back in. And got Calhoun with me. Old Faith, what's going on? Beautiful location here, too. I must say. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's only one thing if you're Atlanta. It's only one thing to talk about. Well, two things to talk about. And we're going to do a separate podcast about the Hawks. Just a little tease for our Patreon listeners a little later on. But right now, this is only about the one thing that's going on with football in Atlanta. Falcons traded Julio Jones. Yeah. yeah, We've been saying it for the longest on this podcast, right? There's been time. Yeah, so I think that there are several ways we can go about this. So let's first start. What were your first thoughts when you heard he was straight? I felt like it was time. I thought they did it messing. I thought they didn't do it the right way. Uh, then when I seen the trade, I thought it was bullshit. Like, that was the worst. You and I could have did a better trade than that. I don't give a damn what you think of him. I don't care what whoever thinks of him. You don't leave that trade without a number one pick. I don't give a shit how old he is or any of that. You don't leave that trade without a number one a first-round pick. Not a number one pick, excuse me. A first-round pick. And the fact that you gave away Julio Jones and a pick. You know they gave a pick away, too. Didn't they give away like a six-rounder? A six-rounder. For a two this year coming up and a four the year after? That was gross. Next year, too, you have to do the four. That was ridiculous. So in the NBA, you always get trades that are pennies on the dollar trade. This isn't a pennies on the dollar trade. This is like 25 cents on the dollar trade, which is... Abysmal for a huge future Hall of Fame who still, who it doesn't matter how many years he has, teams who are getting him are only getting him to win now. These are teams who have a specialized need who basically they're bent over a barrel because if they don't win now, something changes within their organization. Either the GM gets fired, either the coach gets fired, or they're in the Falcons position. The next year they're stuck in rebuild purgatory here, kind of sort. Julio Jones can put you over the hump if you're a contender. So, you know. We're going to talk about who they traded him to, but there's several teams right now who need Julio Jones' service. So did you think feel a certain way with certain teams? Because the most team I'm most disappointed in, besides the Falcons, is the Baltimore Ravens. So I thought the Ravens, the Patriots. Packers, not necessarily Patriots, oh, but Patriots. Patriots are second to us. So we're looking at top tier, tier, and we tiered this by who I'm the most disappointed in for not making the play on him. Raiders, I mean, Ravens are number one, Packers are number two. And you can flip it depending on which team you like. They both are mutually in that same group. And surprisingly, number three for me would be Denver Broncos. They should have. If you're going to get Aaron Rodgers, you have to get Julio to sweeten that pot. You know what I'm saying? Because all this talk has been how they're trying to get Aaron and how he's willing to go there. But they need to find a way to sweeten that pot. You know what I'm saying? Both teams should have. Packers and Denver. Yeah. Both teams should have been in the Mavis. Yeah, for the same reason, right? So, you know, the Ravens. Don't know why they didn't. You know, but they're a team who don't make those type of splashes, right? Like, they're not going to – they build meticulously through the draft 
and just but sign for themselves now because that's the one thing you need. They don't have a receiver. They need a receiver. Hollywood Brown has turned into Juju Schuster Smith, right? Like well, somebody who has even, a decent. Yeah, he's not even Juju. He's a third. Hollywood Brown didn't even have a skill set. Juju got a Juju ain't got shit. He's a number two. Yeah, but they keep trying to try Hollywood out as a number one, which is a sad, sad day for them. And that shit is not working, which is why you need a real number one receiver. Like this is a, this is, this was an atrocity that Baltimore knew that Julio Jones on the market and didn't make a play. Like, that makes no sense. Cause you, Do you think they made a play or tried to shortchange the Falcons or what? I mean, who knows who all made a play? Tried to, so that goes back to what we were saying about what Atlanta did. You played yourself when you out when you overplayed your hand and showed your cards. Well, one part they they when he did that shit with Shannon Sharp, they were kind of bit of a barrel. Like well, that, that, the reason he did the shit with Shannon Sharp because three four weeks early, the Hawks, the Falcons been talking about Julio fielding offers for Julio since when. February, maybe? March? That's when they started talking about that shit. Well, will Julio be back? And then I remember 92-9 the game, that trash-ass shit. They had the coach on, and they asked about, well, will Julio be back next season? Well, who knows? When? So they been doing shit like this. They been throwing little jabs. They been throwing darts. But you're talking about somebody who, okay, I'll take it for a while, Kwame Brown. I'll take it for a while. But now, you know what? I'm out of there. Fuck it. I don't need it. I don't have to be here. This is what happened. This is how you make a model employee a disgruntled employee. I don't consider Julio a model employee, but I understand what you're well, saying. Well, why wouldn't he be? What has what Julio done? Besides, you know, being hurt. But Julio don't have no off-the-field issues. No on-the-field issues. Well, I mean... He never talked back. He had... Time. So, you're just talking behavior. So... It's a person who behaviorally is, you know, behaviorally not a problem. Work-related really good. It's just, is he going to show up? I mean, if he shows up, if he shows up to work, but he can hurt on the job, and that's not so much what he can do on the job. That's some of the job. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're a firefighter. Injury is a skill. It is true. But if you look at it, the motherfucker don't play 14 games, what? And it's 10 years, eight times? Seven, eight times, 14 or more. I mean, he was Coach Clap last year. Sweet. Yeah, but I, so, so, so these past two years, I see, like, everybody gave up on Dan Quinn, and they should have, right? And they, they should have did the year before. Yeah. So, like, I, I, this year, I'm not, it just seems like sometimes we, when we're looking for Julio on the field, he's not on the field. And I can, and, but it go back to what you're saying. It was a shit show. And you knew he was on the way out. Then when Dan Quinn was going after the fourth game, they fired Dan Quinn on the fourth, fifth game, didn't they? So why would you rush back this? Your shit is in us uh, up in the air. This is going nowhere. You have you're in the middle of a culture change in their season. So you no, know, let me heal all the way up. I'll be ready for next season. And they just came in and played that shit the worst way you can play that shit. That's what. Really what if it was no? What if it was no first round offer on the table? I would have restructured the deal. Two things so far, and I like, remember we spoke earlier, I like a lot of stuff the GM is doing. Now I'm convinced, I've seen what someone posts, and I'm convinced the same. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be getting another GM and coach in the next three or four years. Arthur Smith is going to fail. Like, without a doubt. He's going to fail. This GM is too, if he's doing these kind of moves. One, I was happy with him cleaning the house. One, they need to get rid of Rich McKay. But 
one, I didn't like that draft pick. I felt two or three things in that draft pick. So let's save that because that's another podcast. Well, this is leading up to this. Okay, go ahead. You don't pick, make that pick. You just don't. I don't give a damn if you are thinking about getting rid of Julio. You don't do it with that. One. Two, when you overplayed your hand, you sold Julio short. Julio is not a second-round draft pick. Especially after you've seen what Stephon Diggs just got. Especially after you've seen, like, even DeAndre Hopkins got a first-round pick. He didn't get enough, but he got that. You do not do that. So I agree. I think Julio, I'm not as big a Julio deserves as much as everybody else. So I think Julio for a first-rounder is a fair trade. Because everybody you trade with is going to be at the end of the first round. Right. So, like, that's a even swap ain't no swindle type deal for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that what happened is, and this is going to tie back to that draft podcast, I don't think the Falcons think they're rebuilding. I think they feel like, hey, we're going to give it one more run with Matt and then rebuild. And that's why they'll both be fine. No, so if you're going to rebuild, in this situation, you get your quarterback. They should have got rid of Mac. Well, even if you can't get rid of Mac, you get your quarterback. Let Mac ride out this year, and then next year you can just let him go. So everyone who's listening is know I've been one of the biggest Mac supporter and begging to draw for Mac. Still is, but we've said this before. To me, and this is a problem the Falcons have, and I think this lines with Arthur Blank, which goes back to who's the realest, who's the biggest problem in Atlanta. Another podcast we have. It boils down to Arthur Blank is the biggest problem in Atlanta. They're a package deal. Just like you don't fire Mike Smith without firing Thomas Dimitrov. And they fire Mike Smith without firing Thomas Dimitrov. Stupid. And they have Thomas Dimitrov. Oh, man, you see how I just said you, what is it going to be, seven years back? You just see. You saw it just then. Now you finally get him out of here with Dan Quinn. You should already did that. You don't trade Julio Jones without trading Matt Ryan and vice versa. You don't trade Matt Ryan without Julio Jones. Those two go together. You get both of them out of salary cap issues. You get both of your two highest paid players on the team. In the middle of rebuild, y'all went four and and fucking twelve last year, eight this. and eight last. So seventy nine the previous two. Years. So yeah, that's going to tie. That's going to tie to a point I want to make later. But I think that to your point, the Rams and Detroit showed you anybody can get traded. They paid to get Jared Goff out of L.A. for a motherfucker who don't stay healthy at all and somebody at the end of their career. But they had to get Jared Goff off their fucking books. And that's what I was saying with the fact you just pay to get him out of it. You pay to him out of here. put it like this: what, what Julio get and what Jared and what you cost to get rid of Matt Ryan, you'll probably break even. See the the thing about Julio when you really do the numbers, you got a top tier receiver making what is it even top five money now? Because hmm. he making fifteen, but the top receivers are making over twenty. So that's fine. But the point is, you get rid of them too. To your point, even if you got to, even if you got to pay a pent like stocks, right? Hey, so you're getting pennies on a dollar. You're getting pennies on a dollar, right? Like, today it's going to hurt, but tomorrow we'll reap the benefit. You know what I'm saying? And so, that that's what happened in that situation. First and foremost, we've said this. The Falcons are two years. After that 79 year, before the 8-8 and, and 4 and 12 year, they should have started thinking about. They went 79 last year. I mean, they went 4 and 12 last year. 79. Seven they didn't go 8-8. Well, seven nine both here. So after that first seven and nine year, we they said should've. it's time to get. We said on this we podcast, get it out of here. It's time to reboot. But remember, they said it was the injuries and blah 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 blah. Sarkees and injuries, this that and other. The next year, seven nine, get it out of here. They did. We're already two years behind. 
So just look at that. If, if, if I, my biggest threat is I said you don't want to be the San Diego Chargers, the Sacramento Kings, mm-hmm. where you hold on to somebody too long. Yes, hold on. And that's what we've done. And you see San Diego is in purgatory hell because now they got a quarterback who they like, but they didn't have enough to get people around them. So now it takes you another year to get, you know, that premier lineman you want and hoping you can get on some skills. You still got to drive defense. Now you need to get him weapons. Had to get rid of the coach. Had to get rid of the coach. And that's where the Falcons are. But the good thing about the Falcons is that they do have a weapon built in. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley can do. We can go 4-12 and with Calvin Ridley just like we can with Julio Jones. Yeah, but the problem with that team is, and this is why I didn't like the trade. We'll get on that. We need to start talking about this GM. That's why I wasn't crazy about the trade because I don't give a fuck what somebody's offering. I think they said Detroit was offering, but maybe not enough. Remember San Francisco was trying to trade with the Falcons first. And they turned that shit down. Stupid. That's multiple draft, multiple first round. You have so many holes on this team. So that's why I don't like the Julio trade. Because one, it's going to be a late round pick. But two, you need to turn whichever one of these trades into multiple picks. And you can't do that with a second round pick. I think I think they got rid of the you said it best. They got rid of the they you gotta get rid of both, you're gonna get rid of one, right? And they got if anybody was talking that pick for Matt Ryan, I don't give a damn if it got a only one first round pick in that shit. You let it go. Pull it. You pull the trigger. We'll get it back. We already sitting on because you gotta think it don't matter what you got already got a first round, so that's one in your bank right there. It's already one. And it's gonna be a high first round pick. It's gonna be a high first round pick. You trade it. So like now the Falcons are in purgatory hell, but you trade somebody who, you know, obviously didn't have as much value as we think he have. So I wanted to podcast where we was like he'd be one to four this year and a two next year. Okay. Maybe that's overvalued. Julio Jones is a one this year and four next year. If ain't nobody offered then why do you think nobody offered it? Because they knew they had you fucked. Because you, it's already publicized that you got money issues. You're already saying that you feel their offers. You're right here saying when you got to do it January, June 1st. Like, you put yourself in the bank. If I come to you saying, look, I only have, you know I have $300. I tell you I have $300. I don't need to buy your couch. But I only want to spend $150. You know I have $300 and you know I need a couch. You know I need a couch by tomorrow. I got people coming in town and making an impression. You know I need this by tomorrow. And here I am today coming to you was like, hey, I give you 150. You're going to say 350 to give me the 300. Yeah. No, I know you need it. Supply and demand. You fucked right now. You fucked yourself. And that's what they did. They fucked themselves. They didn't try to leak like we got a first round off on the table. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. And then you trade them to the coach old team. So I thought that was a little suspect. Ain't no little suspect to it. So I always understand, hey, you don't trade somebody in football. I understand, hey, you don't trade them to a division rival. So you can't trade them to Carolina, Tampa Bay, the Saints. You can't trade them to those three. But it's a fair game after that. There's 27 other teams. Who gives a shit? 28 other teams. You, you traded to him. It don't matter if you go to Green Bay. You're not winning this year anyway. No. He's not going to be around long enough. So when you do start winning, he's going to help affect that. You let him go to whoever gives you the best deal. And you reach out to people like, look, all we want is a first rounder for Julio Jones. This will help you keep Aaron Rodgers here. Everybody see what's going on? You make that call to them. Look, 
We just won the first round for Julio Jones. This will help you get Aaron Rodgers. You don't leverage your field. You don't leverage the market. That's what they didn't do. And you know they didn't do that. Because they didn't do that. Green Bay is at the mercy. Y'all going to lose Aaron Rodgers. The yeah, way. he gone. He gone. Y'all fuck. Y'all screwed the pooch. Come like this. Aaron Rodgers is going to sit out this year. He Until he get his weight. Yeah, he's no. Y'all gonna get rid of me. Y'all gonna trade me. Cause y'all fucking him. That's what they are doing for real. They are fucking him. And saying, fuck, this is your olive branch. This is your let's talk. How you feel about Julio? Well, is that enough? Even if it's not even if it's just it's just like hey, we got Julio. We know we made a mistake, but we're trying to right those wrongs. We'll write it for you. You know another group who were looking at, they said that talk to the Falcons. Seattle. Russell Wilson said, I'm ready to get the fuck on. And that how? I don't understand. I don't understand. DK Metcalf and Julio. Jesus. Tyler Lockett. That's a number three. Russell, we're working on getting you the line, but we'll get you another toy. Come here. That's easy work. So. Because then they say him and Russell Wilson were testing each other, talking about how he could be playing with together and shit. You like got a number two. You got a second round <laughs> pick for Muhammad Sanu. You got a second round pick from Muhammad Sanu two years ago? Was it two or three years ago? Recently. You got a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu. You don't get better than that for Julio? Julio on a draft pick? What are you even, why do you even give away a draft pick? Like, that makes no sense. Minnesota gave away a draft pick with Stefano, but they got. Three picks. I was gonna say it shouldn't be a so it shouldn't be the same number, right? Like it should be we gave up two assets and got back two assets. Oh. So okay to get back, give two assets to get four assets, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be an even. It no. shouldn't be even. Not at all. I just he don't know what he's doing. It's not a knee jerk reaction, none of that stuff. And I'm confident in saying this because he's gonna be fired in about four years. There's no turning this around. Because one year, two years, let on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan going to be here two more years. At least. You have to get rid of Matt Ryan. Like, when you restructure this deal, he's here at least two years, two or three. So that's going to tie into, you know, a different podcast. But the spinning back to Julio, I think that one of the funny things about this is they traded him to somebody not as good as Matt Ryan. And they're not going nowhere. Tennessee's going nowhere. Fast. It can't be Buffalo. I don't give a damn if they have Derrick Henry. I don't care if they have Julio or A.J. Brown. One, they don't even have to run that kind of offense. Two, you ain't even got a quarterback that runs that kind of offense. And then the flip side is, Julio Jones is going to be fucked because it's no more than 1,000-yard years. Nah. So this you're not going to get your stats and you're not going to win. This shit seemed like an inside job, really. You seen that movie Inside Man? It did, it didn't it, yeah. Spike Lee joint yeah. didn't know it was Spike Lee joint and the motherfucker would ask how you gonna get out of here something walk right through that front door that goddamn coach we have seemed like that motherfucker was an inside job I'll give you Julio I'll get you another I'll get you a target I'll get you a weapon cause that makes no sense the trade don't make any sense the trade partner don't make any sense the only way trade makes sense to me is if you one if it's an inside job but two if you being petty you want to make us a little stupid online? Okay, we'll send you somewhere. We'll send you somewhere that's just like here. Yeah, but you're going to a playoff contenders. Tennessee been in the playoff the last two years. Are they contenders? They're going to the playoffs. Matter of fact, they're winning their division. It's only it's only three teams in the AFC that's going to stop Tennessee. 
honestly. And that shit is only Kansas City. That shit is Baltimore, maybe. Especially if they keep not giving this kid weapons. And Buffalo. I saw them in the AFC suck ass. You don't think no. Carson Wentz and the Colts can stop him? No. No, not at all. Miami got a good Miami is building, but they young and who the fuck is talking about lower? We don't know. You don't believe the Patriots got a rabbit in their hat? Fuck no. I got I think they got a fucking not a rabbit in their hat. We got that rabbit up their ass. Josh my dad don't know how to do with Cam and they ain't ready. What about no. Pittsburgh? Oh. The rapist is old. Yeah. He's been overrated his whole career. I did forget about Cleveland. But I don't trust Baker Mayfield. But Cleveland is the best team on paper to me. If they run the ball with Nick Chubb, they'll be a real threat. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they're good. But but it's still Baker Mayfield at some point. Baker Mayfield got to get the ball. And that's the same problem I have with Tennessee. At some point, this got to go through yeah. Tannehill. But that's why they're going to be in the playoffs. That's why that shit going to work. I don't know, remember they went to the playoffs. The only game they won in the playoffs that year was when they beat Baltimore. They and, and, and he threw the ball six fucking times. And they they made for it. You said who you're going to be on the team that run the ball, that throw the ball six fucking times? <sighs> he a model citizen, but he throw it little jabs when he can. Man, at some point you got to because they really are. They really did try you. That motherfucker came in with the whole. And you got Julio Jones? Do we? Do we have Julio Jones? <laughs> what you mean? What you mean, coach? Just that. So I mean, we got Matt Ryan. Do we have Julio Jones? What? And everybody love. What does he mean by that? You think they'll trade Julio? No way they'll trade Julio. Well, what about Julio? I mean, are you really feeling offers on Julio? Hey, the phone rings. You don't know who's on the other end? I don't have a call ID. I don't know who these people are. I just answer the phone. And if they talk to Julio, they talk to Julio. I thought they were talking Cortez. End up, it was another Mexican name, Julio. That's what they was doing. Julio was watching this the whole time. You shitting on my name. I ain't did nothing to you. You talking about me. I've been minding my business. I'm in the gym working out. Imagine that. You in the gym working out. You see across the screen. Falcons filled an office for me. What? Ain't nobody told me this. Because you could tell there no communication came that way. How everybody handled it. They sneaked this. Huh? And then eventually he was like, man, fuck that. Hey, you're, still a, you're still a fucking, you still who are who you are. My name is my name. My name is my name. Oh, you watching it, huh? <laughs> Thanks, somebody talking shit about you about software. Who you talking about? Excuse me. I'm humble, but don't don't try me now. I am who I am. You know what I mean? And so they do this dumbass shit. This shit don't make no sense to me at all. I, I would have been there, uh, if I were the Saints. I would have tried to be who. I mean, you, I think, so I, this is what I think. I think most of the teams probably gave a call. I think everybody lowball. You know it. But that goes to say something about that GM, too. It does. The price too high, and then he get fucked in the end. So, like, they was hearing calls about the fourth uh, pick in the drive. Yeah. Turned down San Fran, then it came out a few more weeks ago. He turned down Detroit. So Which kudos to Detroit for trying to get back in because they realize how trash Jared Goff is. Oh, they knew it. So We need to be thinking that way with Matt Ryan. Right. So now, are you right here going, I need your first round pick this year, next year, and your and the third and the fourth? And people are like, what? Are you so high, motherfuckers? Like, what's your fucking mind? And then when it's the 11th hour, shit, we got to get something. 
Might as well. If it was me, and it was just $15 million, Julio don't move. We either try to restructure or restructure someone else, but I don't move Julio. Even if it, what Buddy said on that um, Michael Jordan documentary when he talked about Scotty Pippen. You signed the contract. You signed the contract. Julio still got three years. Two or three years. You signed the contract. You gonna, Don't come to me afterward. You're going to honor your contract. He lied to him. I told him before he signed it. That's a lie. No, you didn't. Regardless, he game on that motherfucker like a straight G. Yeah, but it's true. And I wouldn't. We already did that with Julio twice. So, so we got to look at this part, too. Let's look at this. What we gave away for a second and fourth round pick. First off, you traded the Kings ransom pick to go up to get Julio in that draft. First and fourth. We did a podcast on that. Gave up a lot to get Atlanta, who's not Atlanta great. Secondly, who we are now? Going back to the second round pick. You do not, for what he's giving you, get something that low. You just keep him. You I keep do. him in restructure. So I have a stock that I lost 95% of my initial money on. It would be dumb of me to sell it. You got to just ride it. I just got to ride it. Either it's going to go to zero or it's going to bounce back and to get to a point where I can sell it. Either way, I got to ride. I got to hold on to it. And it hates, I hate looking at that minus 97% every day I pull up on that, my list of stocks. I hate that shit with a passion. Because I got stocks that are down. Nothing wrong with that. But that one to say 97% is so close that I could get rid of it, but it just makes more sense to keep it. It makes more sense to get rid of it. makes no sense to get rid of it. And that's what the Falcons should have did with Leo Jones. It makes no sense to get rid of it. If you're not going to, if you're going to keep Matt Ryan, it makes no sense to me. That's a separate podcast. We, I, and I promise we're going to do that for Falcons football week. But even if, at this point, if you're not going to get a first round, like that should have been your cutoff, right? If you're dating a woman and y'all ain't fucked. You've been trying to fuck this girl since you met this girl. Well, you have to have a cutoff. Don't wind and die. You don't win here. Y'all don't win, you know, skeet shooting. You went axe throwing, you've been go-karts, you've been getting a car fixed, you don't whine and dine, and now it's time to bump and grind. And she's still finagling and wiggling. Well, what's your cutoff? Every man got to have a cutoff, because I don't want to go past here, because then I'm doing myself a disservice. Playing myself. And nothing's going to come of this. So what is your cutoff? You should have had a cutoff. It don't matter if we have multiple picks. You need a one. First round pick. I don't care about another team with multiple picks. How do you get two picks and then give away a trade, give away Julio Jones any pick? That's just almost worse than what Minnesota did with Randy Moss. I'm with you. I don't know why they didn't. And then they'll just keep him out of spite. Just keep him. He's not, he's not, he's got. He's going to show the he's going to show the training camp. He's going to come and play. If he doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's not. We're not a Super Bowl team. Yeah, we don't have to pay him. Yeah, that's the other part. Is if he don't, we don't have to pay him. We're going nowhere. So why aren't you? That's your fan. That go your fan, babe. That go your allure. You don't have no razzle dazzle with the with the Falcons. Think about it. I'm not a big Julio guy, but I do understand Julio is the motherfucker that sells tickets. It's not Matt Ryan. It's not Grady Jerry. It's not Arthur Blank. It's not Arthur Smith. 
Not the new GM. Not whatever bum running back we got. It's Julio Jones. There's no other reason to come and watch this game. Because you know you're losing this game. You know you're not going to You know we're going nowhere. The only reason you're going to put butts in seats is Julio Jones. You trade that for a second-round pick. Good job. So I think that they were thinking short when they should have been thinking long. What was the short? Salary cap? No, short means thinking right now. What was the short-term benefit? The salary cap? Because there's no other benefit. We only here because they said we have salary cap issues. You restructure Matt if you're going to go down this route. So if you're going to go down the salary cap route, you restructure motherfuckers left and right. But you do not get rid of Julio. And I'm not the biggest Julio person. We're going to do a separate podcast. Talking about getting, it's time to get rid of Julio and Matt. It's been time about two years. It's been time for sure. People been saying earlier, people talk that Matt Ryan shit stupid to me. It makes no sense. If you know NFL, if you know football, and you know the, you know the land, of the, you look around, you know Matt Ryan is a top 10 quarterback. You don't piss that away. But we're at the point now, the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones experiment is over and done. It's like Megatron and Matthew Stafford. It's just over and done. Dez Bryant, Tony Romo. Right. It ran his course. I said it's run his course. We've gotten all the juice. We got all the juice out there, squeeze. There's nothing extra we can get out of this. So now it's time to transition. This is what good GMs do. It's time to transition to the next thing. Well, good GMs do it beforehand. And the thing is, in, in it, both of those situations, very few GMs have gotten rid of. Very few GMs have played it the right way. Green Bay Packers GM fucking them. Because you're not going to be able to get what you... And Aaron Rodgers is going to still get a shit ton. Think but, about it. Dallas played it the wrong way with Romo and Bryant, right? Like, they got they got rid of Dez, but they kept trying to hold on to Tony, Tony Romo until he got wrong. hurt. Played it wrong. You do that shit like Jimmy Johnson did Minnesota with Herschel Walker. That's how you do that shit. Detroit or Megatron. Once Megatron said he was gone, Matthew Stafford should have been right out the door. Not the goddamn door. What are you holding on to? That's why I got to tip my hat to Les Snead with the Rams. Get Jerry Goff out of here. We don't say no. We ain't going to keep trying to hang on to this. He ain't it. He ain't it. We don't say enough. It ain't him. You see what I'm saying? Treat him like a nigga. Get him out of here. What's it going to cost? It's going to cost us. We're going to take a hit. It's going to cost us pit. Fuck it. Matthew Stafford's not Jerry. Matthew Stafford's ain't got, got a year or two left. Hey, fuck it. We got to get him out of here. He's going to hinder and handicap the franchise. We can move on from Matthew Stafford. You'll be out of his job, and I'll be out of the job. If with he him. stays, we got to get him out of here. And that's what's going to happen with Matt Ryan, Arthur, Arthur Smith, and whoever that motherfucker Tear is. Tear Dunn. Out of here. They'll all be out of here in about three years. So, needless to say, I'm guessing you think, I'm guessing, if I ask you who won this trade, you say. Oh, it's not even close. Since he got a Hall of Famer in his still prime, he got more, he has more trade on the side than Tony Gonzalez when he came down. Who John has more trade on the trade on the top? What time do, like, two years here? Three? That last year wasn't even a good year. Uh, Julio Jones has started too. Now he has his injuries, and he's older. But yeah, I see a good. He can get you a thousand. Well, no, nah, that offense. It's gonna be hard to do unless they rechange it again. They got the bum out of there. So who knows what the offense is gonna look like now? They don't have the same offense. Offensive coordinator. We got that bum. So I think feel different. 
What you feel? I, I, I always tell you this. You can always be petty. You told me that before. If they traded this as a petty trade, bravo to the Falcons. How so? What you mean? They sent him to a worse version of a quarterback. Because he, he was like, he need a big on quarterback. Isn't that what they quote him as saying? I think they misquoted that. But yeah, I heard that. But Brian Tannehill has a big on the Matt Ryan. He's not good as Matt Ryan. He's on. They don't go down the field. He's the check down king. Damn, Sean. So, like, it's like, hey, we're going to send you to a team whose quarterback is worse than the quarterback you're playing with, who doesn't go down the field, who runs the ball 80% of the time. You got to run that ball. And they're not changing that. You can't change that for me. They got Derrick fucking here. Because you know what trying to get the ball to Julio means? You put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's hands more. And you know what that means? Playoff expectation turned into 8-8 and 79s. Eight and and you take the ball out of him right here? Playoff expectation turned eight and eight and seventy-nine. So if the Falcons were doing this out of pure spite, bravo. So again, sometimes it's principle, right? Yeah, but I don't think this was none of that. Not saying it was. I'm saying if it was, bravo. So if it wasn't. So the reality of it. They're fucking idiots. Okay. You get a first rounder for Julio Jones. Are you keep him? He's worth more sitting on the fucking sideline and street codes than a second round pick. He's worth more not fucking playing than getting a second. You know, in the NBA when they start sitting motherfuckers like, hey, you don't even just show up. Right. That's, the Falcons should have took a whole bunch of NBA approaches. Hey, man, just sit your ass down. Go rest up. Hell, you can collect the check from us. But we got to get a first rounder for you. We got to get what we want for you. You are a proven commodity. Number four pick wasn't a proven commodity, right? So, like, how can you... Shortchange a proven commodity, but oversell on a non-proven commodity. That makes no sense. Boy, you just said something. That'll be the title of that podcast. Remember that. Bart, write that down. When we do this whole Terry Fund, whatever the fuck. <laughs> write that down. That's the that's the whole that's the and that's why them bums gonna get fired. We're going back to the nineteen eighty seven Falcons. You see why you know who the nineteen eighty seven Falcon was? You don't have to think about it, me neither. Some motherfucking random ass trash team is who they was. I hope it wasn't the, that wasn't the championship deal with Steve Barkowski. Right? Fuck no, that was like 82. Okay. So the 87 Falcons, going back to the 94 Falcons. Just pick, just pick the year. <laughs> just pick the year in your franchise. Except for 98 and 2015. Except for 98 and 2015. And Steve Barkowski went to the championship game, NFC championship. And besides that, pick one. That's the year we're going to. So, all that to say, Falcons football is going to be ugly. You just said it best. Who's coming to see Matt Ryan? Who's coming to see Grady fucking Jared? No. Who's coming to see? I like Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley is decent. I think Hunter Hurst is decent. That's why that, that fourth round pick makes even less sense. We'll talk about that. Though. Yeah, that's a different podcast. It's nobody you come to fucking see. This is the makings of eight. They, if they get to seven and ten, that'll be a They're miracle. We can, I, I bet my, I bet my. That'll be a miracle. They're not getting seven ten. They're gonna, one of my goals for this team this year is that they don't get swept in their division. That should be a practical goal for them not to get swept in their division. Well, because the Saints have Jameis, and Jameis can beat this team. I don't know. He has before. He beat a better version of this team. Maybe. But, and the Panthers don't have, they young all the way around. So, 
And they, you sure Sam Darnold? No. Sam Darnold is what keeps the Falcons from getting swept in this division. Yeah, but besides that, I hope the Falcons, this is when, this is the time, this is when it's time for Falcon fans to let their voice and everything else be heard. Because you don't have to invest a fucking dime in this team. You should. There's no reason to go watch the games. There's no reason to go watch this. There's, and you, you, it's barely a reason to watch them on TV, but it damn sure ain't no reason to tailgate or go to the games. Yeah, this is neat. This is so okay. This isn't an exciting team. This isn't a, a workman team. No. This isn't a blue collar team. No. This is just. This, this is, is just bullshit. You have to have a team. So. Th- Right. 22 motherfuckers out there. And we don't have like Cleveland Brown history as long ago as it is with Jim Brown and his faithful. We don't have Kansas City history and Kansas City presence. It ain't Pittsburgh. Like this franchise have done. When we have a player as great as Detroit has had, Barry Sanders. This team has nothing. We are a team with no history, with no real. We don't have no iconic player. Nothing. You can say Dion and Julio fucking Jones. Yeah, but that's very low on the list. Very much so. But you got rid of probably your, you only got like Falcon don't have five. Claude Humphrey, Deion Sanders, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Yeah, Look. none of them are iconic. Wanna say Jesse Tobin. This is not none of them Falcon. are iconic. No. For Dion is. Not for the Falcons. Not for the Falcons. For Dion is just iconic just as a football player. Because he prime. Yeah. But not for the Falcons. It was a hero. So here we are again. So, no. Let, let Arthur Blank. So Arthur Blank want to keep fucking over the fan base. Fuck them. You know what somebody needs to tell Arthur Blank? And we're going to wrap up on this. They need to show him the bottom line of what the franchise is worth. This trade probably dropped the franchise worth by $400 million. Man, he needs to sell. Arthur Blank, we said it before. We said it again. Arthur Blank is the problem with this team. You had a good team. How many times? About three, maybe four times with Arthur Blank? Because one of those Vic teams was damn good. Maybe two. We've had Matt Rondo had about three good teams. Yeah, more than three. Well, he had that thirteen and three when we lost to San Francisco a few years ago. And when they stopped Thomas Dimitrov, Dan Quinn, one thing Dan Quinn could do was we got good draft. The team was pretty good. So Mike Smith was a decent coach. But Thomas Dimitrov fucked him with the groceries. Yeah, but remember Mike Smith would take when they first got Tony and shit. They went what thirteen to three. Thirteen to three. That's when we lost. That when we beat. And then they Seattle. went back. They went back when your team started missing it after that. Right. Brought in um, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn and went fast and physical. Went to the Super Bowl. Then the next year they went to the playoffs and lost. Ten to six. Then went seven nine, seven nine, four and twelve. So, and it is what it is with the Falcons. Ultimately, Matt Ryan, and this is going to be a podcast. Matt Ryan Julio Jones combo just couldn't get it done. For for uh, for infinite reasons, because one the coaching was bad and personnel. Uh, bad. You know, we we won't talk about that in and another podcast. Lined up. We won't talk about that in another podcast. No, no, no. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones couldn't get it done. So at this point in time, you don't just trade their packages. You trade them both. So any more thoughts on this before we wrap this podcast up? Fuck the Falcons. Sick of this shit. This shit is so blatant that the fans could see it. And I also I'm gonna give another one. Fuck all these. Ain't shit, good old boy, bullshit, um, local sports stations who's right here trying to heap up dirt or talk shit about Julio Jones or really trying to do all this bullshit because Julio Jones didn't give you shit and y'all just sucking his dick. 
Like he didn't give you no problem. He didn't. You cheat. died a hero a little long enough to be the villain. God damn! I'm listening to him like, boy, y'all really trying to tear him down. You're trying to. You don't even have nothing to tear him down with. I listen to the local radio station. A bunch of company men. A bunch of fucking faggots. And they're around here going. We have to maintain relationships. Boy, but keep it real. Just don't shit on him then. He didn't even apologize for what he said. Motherfucker, they didn't apologize for how they did it. You really want to sit here and make some... You really want to dig and try to find something about who... And that's why you're not respected. That's why nobody give a fuck about you. That's why you're doing that. You don't have to goddamn shoot an interview with him. I say, fuck him. How dare you? And we've been saying it's time to move on. There ain't no shit on that man. That man didn't bring you no dog scandal, no rape scandal... No beat up a bitch scandal. We just got a brave player. Not just choke this choke the shit out of their wife. So, much so it's felony. It's a felony. Bitch passed out. Woke up. Called the cops. <laughs> hey, that's bitch one. Bitch, get up. Oh shit! I killed him. Ah shit! Bitch, you alive? She got up. I'm gonna just get myself ready in the bathroom. Went in the bathroom. Called police on his ass. He killed me. Felony. Who not even a fucking drunk driving case. Not even drunk driving. Oh, we engaged the coach Bud. Who Coach, should be fired in Milwaukee? That's, that's another bug. <laughs> Coach Bud gave you a DUI case. Mark, we had that, that the hockey team, that cracker. Who killed that dude? In that Ferrari on P Street. We, I don't know fucking Linus Road. There is nowhere on Linus Road to hit the gas. There's no straightaway on that motherfucker. There's no pole. You be like, shit, this shit wide open. Let me get in it. There's none of that shit. It's a service street in the neighborhood. Like, there's no place for it. And he killed his partner. Bobby Cox beat his wife every Sunday. Routine. You can set your watch to him. <laughs> Only gave you nothing. Bland. No spice. This is a young black man in the nigga city with money and fame. You know how many. Jesus Christ. All the things I heard about Julio, he was fucking a lot of hoes. And only strippers said that. Because they were mad because he wasn't fucking them. But they don't fuck them. They thought they were going to get a baby out of it. And he moved on. I don't even know illegitimate child. 32 years old he is. Smart enough to strap up. I'm not signing that NDA. <laughs> Y'all holding even on his ass. And you sit here and want to talk shit about this man? Man gave you what he gave. He left it on the field. He got injuries, but he ain't give you nothing to got down. And y'all say and want to talk shit about? I ain't going to say shame on you. Fuck you, bitch. That's from Digital Daddy. Any other... Sport radio station, whatever, want to talk some shit and run up on us. Please do. We welcome all co- challenges and all comers. DigitalDaring.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. When you step up, though, just know DigitalDaring stay strapped. All of us. <laughs> know that.